Welcome to the Kiwi Cuts podcast. Today's guest is Shane Lyon, videographer. Welcome. How's it going, Kiwi? Good. So, talk to me. What's the plan with the hair? How are you finding it? Any problems, difficulties? Yeah. No, it's good. Um, I've been taking one and a half on the sides, back and front, or back and sides. Do the top um, as well, will we? Yeah, do the, <laughs> do the top as well. So I just kind of textured out, just small, but taking off the top, really. Perfect. Do you enjoy the taper as well that we started introducing yeah. there recently? Yeah, perfect. So, um, just a small bit of an introduction before we get asking questions on Shane. Um, Shane is the fellow behind all my podcasts that's helping me with the editing. Um, I suppose we first started out doing our first photo shoot when we were the f- fifth year, fifth or sixth year. Yeah, it's fifth and or sixth. In down Molly Galvin's in Glengarth. And uh, yeah, we kind of teamed up just to say we looked, we were like, we've been in school together since we've been. Four. Mm, back um, into primary school. Yeah, and we just turned to each other saying, why don't we try and collaborate together a bit more with he using his expertise of videography and um, I use it with the cutting and turning. that's where the podcast came about. We had a few ideas and we said, let's go for it. So um, yeah, for all of you that are looking for any content or anything like that, make sure to get on to Shane as well. And um, so we'll get into it. We'll get cracking with the podcast. So Talk to me, Shane. Tell me a bit about yourself um, for the people that don't know you, um, where you're from, and um, how you got into the videography side of it. Yeah, well, I suppose from, from Glengarth down in West Cork, same as yourself. Um, yeah. Kind of got into videography kind of mainly just through interest. When I was younger, probably about 15, 16, just randomly taking photos, videos, just kind of editing, editing random stuff, really. I was just kind of interest as a hobby at the time and I just kind of enjoyed enjoyed the process enjoyed doing it and enjoyed kind of showing people something I'd made and was always kind of proud of it um kind of bought like a, a camera that I thought was unbelievable at the time but was brutal now looking back at it like and do you want to talk to me a small bit there about your equipment and then we can get into a bit more knowledge there because you're talking about what camera you had before yeah it was, a, it was a Samsung NX1000 I think it was and oh it was it was unbelievable in its time in my eyes, like, but I wouldn't even look at it now, like, yeah. but like, it's, it's not always down to the gear in that sense, it's kind of what you do with it, but like, I'm kind of shooting on a Canon 80D now, which would be a lot more professional. Do you, do you uh, find, like, it beneficial, like, because I, I was no small bit of photography, I suppose it was Graham Goggin, one of my close buddies, that's actually mm-hmm. over in Canada at the moment, um, that I got his camera when he upgraded, um, but he was kind of explaining bits and pieces. I wish I knew a bit more, but my patience wouldn't be there with it. But uh, yeah, well, I suppose I kind of learned. I'd always be a man to kind of research things before I'd buy something. Yeah. Like I'd watch endless hours of YouTube on stuff, and then decide not, not for me. Right. Um, but it's enough. always not down to the camera. It's the lenses I find are a lot more kind of what make it. Like having a shallow depth of field and being having a sharper lens or whatever. You know, having low f stop on the lens makes them probably talking absolute gibberish. Now to some people. Yeah, but um, it's it's often the lens can make a sharper image than the camera. The camera is just kind of the tool, whereas the lens can kind of do the work for you sometimes. Um, what age did you start knowing? Right, this was the career. When you were saying that you got into it like at the fourteen, fifteen, kind of just you know, hacking around and seeing yeah. editing photos. I suppose down at home with in Glengarth. It wasn't until I was I was about eighteen. I say yeah, I was eighteen. I kind of bought the camera that I'm actually still using now. Right. Um, Kind of spent a good bit of money on it at the time. And like you're 21 now and I'll just show, show you with yeah. like longevity of how... Exactly, yeah, they last. Like and I, 
I could upgrade currently, but I just there's nothing on the market at the moment that I feel like I need to upgrade to. But um, yeah, when I was eighteen, I kind of started. I'd made like a Facebook page called Line Media. Um, Instagram probably wasn't as big at the time. No, it was there. Like I made an Instagram as well, but I wasn't really focused on it. It was more Facebook, and I just went up the woods one day and just took some pictures and made a video of the woods. Thought nothing of it, put it up on Facebook. The next morning, I woke up and I had like five thousand views, oh, and wow. I just thought that was unbelievable. Yeah, and it had like it had like seventy or eighty shares, and there was loads of comments saying just loved it and whatever. And I just like geez, didn't yeah. didn't realize that could happen. So I went out the next day, then I went somewhere else and I shot that, put that up the next week, and that got like seven thousand views, and I was yeah. The biggest one that I can remember was uh, just the one at the top of the tunnels there, and the yeah the, by Glengarth and the car carrier border going to like going to Glengarth. Yeah. Um, looking out over Bantry Bay, I just remember like that. That's the one that kind of is that's been yeah, stuck in that my was, head. That was one of the first ones, or possibly even the first one. Yeah. And it was just kind of funny how I remember my mom was asking me like, "Where are you going?" I was walking up the door with the camera, and I was like, oh, "I don't know really." And I just kind of went up the tons, and the sun was setting, and like to an extent, there's nothing up there. It is just no. a field, a road, and a couple of rocks. But it was just kind of the way the location was. Just the location. It just made it like a nice shot, nice shots, and things like that, and just. Put the video together with some dramatic, dramatic kind of music and whatever, and people were just seemed to be interested in it. But it it, it led on like I, used to, I remember just talking to you just even through your other haircuts that had been going on, um, about like even other jobs within the locality in Glengarth. Yeah, I remember my first job actually was seafood restaurant inside in Bantry. Yeah. Um, the owner literally got onto me just through Facebook. I'd kind of been in before and I'd said how I did videography and whatever and. Didn't think much of it and he kind of got onto it then and we did kind of a video and it was actually one of the first times I kind of put a bit of thought into something. Yeah. I wasn't just going out shooting aimlessly and just hope for the best. We kind of planned out a video. It was like, obviously it was a seafood restaurant, so we planned out a video in the style of like, how does the seafood get there? So the video started off with like a drone shot out over a boat, so it was showing a fisherman kind of fishing away and it was then the next shot was inside, the fish being caught, caught on the board. Right. And then served out to the people. It was just kind of the story of how like it goes from the fisherman to the plate and how it's local. How did you find that being your first kind of like your or first video for terrified? Yeah, because like Joy, it's it's very hard to know what exactly the person wants because like everyone's mind thinks differently, no matter yeah. who they are. And you're like you're trying to do it at the best of your ability, but then you're probably looking back now and going, "Look where I came from." Yeah, exactly. Like I, I was terrified walking into that shoot, even though like. Now looking back, absolutely nothing to be scared of. Like, yeah. Like now I walk into a shoot and like the odd time, you know, I might be small but nervous if it's a big shoot or you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. But like ninety nine percent of the time now I walk in and I, I know exactly what the crack is. Like I know what it's I'm going to do. It's a bit of a dictator as bad as it sounds because like, yeah. I remember the first time I shot with you compared to doing shoots now and doing these uh, uh podcasts that I like even just your confidence levels are so much higher. But I suppose you've grown bigger with your job you understand it a lot more but on top of it the relationship what we know what we want is yeah. there as well like that that video now i have to like kind of i wouldn't say direct but just kind of tell someone what to do so i suppose kind of was directing but it was just showing someone it was the waitress had to just tell her when to go and what side of the table to put the plate on so it would look the best and i was even just kind of awkward and nervous saying that cause I just hadn't done it before but then in in college there a few weeks ago i was asked to do a video um, just by the silly heads is what they're called they kind of raise raise awareness about mental health yeah and they asked me to do a video and it was like kind of a publicity stunt kind of video with like 200 people involved 
and I they told me about the video and they were like oh yeah there's just like 200 people are gonna make a circle around this one main character and I was like okay grand got there and the 200 people were there and the lads were saying to me it was like you're not gonna tell them what to do and I was like wait I have to do that and then they were like yeah and so I had to like get up on stage and like roar 200 people and tell them what to do and I didn't I didn't really care to be honest yeah I didn't really care at the time I was like, the day, just like, knew what I was doing so I was able to say it because then I think it's one of the things as well that if you didn't have that ability that the content wouldn't be as good as what it no, is. No, definitely like, not. People would have been all over the place. Like, their sister got married there two weeks ago and and uh, they did a videographer and photographer up to the house that she'd got. Mm-hmm. And like just listening to them, like it was like, bang, it's like bridesmaid. Then it's like uh, yeah, uh, yeah. husband of the bride. And then all, like this, all this kind of, like, it was just, it was so organised, but you had to be mentally drained to go, right, mm-hmm. let's go, let's go, let's go. But it's the best way to do it because if you don't do it, you won't get your content that you need. No. Exactly. Um, you need to be able to tell people what what you want, but also make sure they get what they want because it, obviously they're the client at the end of the day. It has to be about them. It's the same as this though, isn't it? It's, it's a bit like the consultation. The consultation yeah. is important, but it's knowing between both of us then mm-hmm. let's make this a happy medium. So um Shane, what are you studying in college? Uh, and where I'm in CID, studying creative digital media. Uh, the course is broad enough, like it, it covers a lot of different a lot of different topics from photography, videography, graphic design, animation, there'll be a bit of web design there, coding as well. So like it's kind of broad. There's times when I'm there in the course and I'm like, why am I here? Yeah. I could be learning way more outdoing or even on YouTube. Like I, I feel like I'd learn more on YouTube half the time than I do from being in college. Interesting. Like do you find like, as Joe we were just talking about before we met up there as well, um, about all like content creation how it's gone every like every business now if they don't have some aspect of social media in their in their business that it's it's yeah it's like obviously right word of mouth is still the best form of advertising but the content creation has gone through the roof that you have to yeah. have some like as- it's, you're not a business anymore if you don't have your your social media present and that doesn't mean it has to be it has to be Instagram, but it has to be where your audience is. Correct. So like if, if your shop is aimed at maybe older people, maybe you don't need an Instagram because Instagram is mainly younger people, but like you need to be present somewhere making content so that people see that you exist. Yeah, because I was, I was talking to a lad there actually today and he was, before I met up with you, and he was saying about like Google is his main driven aspect mm-hmm. of yeah. his business because he's like, he was saying that like every day he's getting 1.5 new customers yeah. every day because of sure. but he doesn't have Instagram because he's like it's not my market and it's, yeah. it's interesting because I was turning around saying Instagram is where my my main source of advertising is um, mm-hmm. but do you find like would you recommend a course for like is there a night course or do, or do, do you know is there a night course in it or like do, do, would you recommend it to like even business people that have it like even for like like some myself there for content and stuff like that or do you I recommend know? everyone needs to know how to run a social media and like to be fair in this day and age like everyone especially our age is well capable of running social media yeah. so you can have people our age there that are just posting selfies all the time we could have five thousand followers and it's sure. just like they're just posting whatever and it's just their friends but like then they might get a bit more traction or whatever but i feel like most people these days kind of understand the concept of social media but maybe not how to utilize it to convert it into sales or into actual engagement that, you know, yeah. give you actual attraction, not just likes and comments, because, like, yeah, you want the likes and comments for your own kind of personal 
There's personal, personal esteem. Personal ego to an extent. Yeah. You want your likes, comments, for sleep. She's like, I want likes, comments too, like everyone does. But yeah. um, that doesn't doesn't get your jobs the day. It's actually converting things into what gets you jobs. Like sure, it'd be no good you posting stuff all the time about hair if no one wanted to get their hair cut off you. Like exactly, like it would be no benefit to you. But exactly. I suppose there is, there will be different courses. But I even know the lads, the lads that I work for, Dan and Shane. I play creative. They run a couple of workshops right. and different courses about Instagram and online video marketing and different things like that. One of the one of the kind of main things I suppose is just for people to be able to understand it. Yes. But then they may not know how to make the content or may not want to do it. It's and it's then, it's it's it's, uh, really, it's so time consuming. Yeah, it is time consuming, and that's why a lot of it is outsourced. Yeah. But like even just being able to put up your own Instagram stories. When there's an event happening, the videographer, you know, you may not know something's about to happen. Like, like yeah. you could own a restaurant there and like, Conor McGregor could walk in the door. You can't go calling a photographer then because he's going to be gone by the time we get there. You need to be able to take that photo yourself and utilize that opportunity exactly. at the time. But I don't think you need to be able to do it all the time for the bigger projects. That's when you outsource yes. to someone yeah. that does that. Yeah, for like you know, the big forms of advertising and all that. And so, as I said there, I could have taken the a logo picture myself for the for the podcast yeah. but it showed the difference of professionalism which you taking one made it a bit more standoutish a bit yeah, more exactly um yeah it's amazing i i, I find it so looking enough that instagram has been my big source for for following and all that like but it's it's amazing how uh how powerful we're saying do even over the last five years social media has engulfed yeah everyone well, I even noticed, like, I've made made friends off Instagram. Like, I remember there, it was, how long it was, about a year and a half ago now, I met a fella down at home. He literally just had a drone in his hand or a camera. And I went over to him and was just talking away to him. And we kind of exchanged their Instagrams just because we had a mutual interest. Yeah. And we were always just kind of liking each other's photos, commenting back and forth. Um, one day then, he just turned around and was like, trying to go shooting. I was like, just shooting photos or whatever. I was like, yeah, grand. Um, we just went and we just kind of became friends. It was kind of strange at the time to just go away with someone random like that. But it's actually similar Mark, interest or... Matt Gowery is the fellow I'm on about, which oh, I'd be great yeah. friends with now. Like. Yeah. And then he kind, of, he kind of knew a couple of other people through Instagram and we organised a trip and we went up, to, went up to Clare and Mayo and different spots. Just went to a lot of different random scenic places around Ireland. There was like eight of us. Eight of us went. Evan, Mark Lingwood and Joshua... And uh, other lads from Cove then as well came, and we literally all became friends. Brilliant. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going on a trip up the country there with some lads." She's like, "Oh, who are they?" And I was saying, uh, "You probably wouldn't know them." And she's like, "What?" And I was like explaining who they were, and she thought it was kind of a strange thing, like, but just mad in how they become like some of my closest friends, like. But it's the same. Like I, when I went to the states last year, to like, I was in LA the first, when I flew over first, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah. I got in contact with three or four kind of well-known hairdressers over there. Like there was Philip Wolf, Hair Godzilla, um, Andrew does hair yeah. and uh, leashes, and uh, like it was that was just all through the power of social media that I mm-hmm. got to meet them, yeah. and it's now they're friends. Joe, so we stay yeah. in contact. Exactly, yeah. Um, it's something so small, but like Joe, even there, like they like we message back and forth, seeing how we're keeping and all this and. It's it's uh the power of social media is great. Like it can be your best friend or your worst enemy, as I kind of Yeah, it's knowing when to 
when to use it for good and then to kind of cut back yeah. from it as well because I find like I could be there spending all day editing for work for other people for clients yeah but then that's also my hobby so like I may have gone somewhere the weekend and made taken some shots that I want to go edit then so then I'm just going home and technically hand. working again but I'm enjoying it but then it's learning when to have an actual cutoff point and step away from it like exactly What's what's your view on um, algorithms at the moment? Kind of like I know they're they're hard to beat and all this, but uh... it's it's hard to kind of follow because they're always kind of changing and like I notice myself there sometimes I can post a photo that I think is going to do unbelievable, yeah, and I I won't even break the hundred likes mark, and then I put up a photo and I I may not think much of it and it could get over over two hundred and I'm like how where did that happen? Why did that happen? Was it was it a better post or? Was it just the time I put it up, or, or why you like? Yeah, I find, well, especially with my content, I find that a big thing with it is uh, if it's a family-oriented post, yeah. that it gets so much more um, reach than a, than a post, let's say, if I put up of, if I can say, you know, like a podcast now, if I put up a post about, yeah. um, what else would I say, say, a haircut even, mm-hmm. and it's just, it, like, the, the, the reach just isn't out there where... Just small things earlier, I put up one of the brother and the sister there last week, and like yeah. that got such more of a reach that I didn't expect. I find, I find photos that I'm in myself yes. get a lot more engagement than other ones that I've just taken, maybe a landscape or a picture of someone else. Yes, yes. Um, so, th- like, uh, with, with, what's your short term, what's your long term plans? Do you have any big expectations? Or um, we'll have another, another two years in college anyway. Yeah. So, stick with that, see how it goes. Even though I feel like sometimes I'm just there for the sake of it, but I, I am still learning there and I'm making, you know, making good contacts there and whatever and learning different things that maybe I wouldn't have learned myself. Yeah. So finish that out. I don't exactly know what kind of route I want to go down. I'm working, working with a marketing agency at the moment and enjoying that. So yeah, talk to you a small bit about that. So you're working with uh, Dan and Shane in uh, Play Creative down in um, George's Key, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, yeah. Like there's a lot of talk, like... I suppose I see a lot through social media with both of them. Um, Joe. Yeah, Dan and me a good man for his vlogs, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a bit of a... Are you going to have a go at Dan here now? I, I don't know what, what influencers like him now be able to listen to something like this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, talk to me a bit about that. Because like, I saw there yesterday... Was it yesterday, the day before? Like, you were all down yeah. Haas and just... Yeah, like, we're we're busy, to be fair. Kept busy with a good few different shoots and stuff like that. Down in Ballyhas Adventure Centre in Coltrade yesterday, they've... They have two, they have one in Malibu, we were there a few weeks before, and they're just kind of shooting different videos of the adventure centre that they have. Yeah, because they look at uh, some of the videos that i just seen of, yeah, like, like the all snippets looked... The, the location is unreal, like, it looked like some... some weather's, weather's a big thing for it as well, yeah. but at the same time, a bit of drizzle adds to it as well when you're yeah, it does. messing around with water. Yeah, but, um, wouldn't bother. But no, we're busy, good few different clients, good few kind of cool different videos, like some kind of short film style videos and then some more kind of corporate videos or creative fun videos then as well like we're shooting a video of a, a wakeboarder there like sure i know nothing about wakeboarding and yeah after making kind of shooting professional wakeboarder in ireland like i didn't even know there was professional wakeboarder in ireland um and just kind of shooting something like that was just a bit different it's just kind of you'd always be opening up different things that you wouldn't be used to doing yourself and it would open different doors you'd meet different people all the time and then like inside in the office then we'd be editing, I was just editing all day today and probably tomorrow now as well. Sweet. And it's just like, you know, it's, you get your work done, but we'd be having good crack inside there as well. It's enjoyable. It's all, it's, it's, yeah, that's a big thing about a work-life environment is uh, making it as most enjoyable as possible because I think the, 
it's if if you're not enjoying going in there in the morning, there's no point in being there. Yeah, I mean, that's no, a exactly. big thing. Which I like with with Ireland here. I find that you can you can get stuck in a place for so long that you feel just you want to leave, but you don't. And then, but if you're going in every day and it's not even like this work, it's like here. I don't see it as yeah. like I Joe, me doing a podcast next day as work. Joe with different things that I have to do, but I love doing it. And it's that makes your work life balance even more enjoyable. Like. It does, it does exactly. Like if you if you don't enjoy going in, you're gonna hate getting up in the morning, hate going in, hate coming home, and everything. You're yeah. just not gonna have a good day. Whereas like today, like I got a good bit of editing done, but yes, still enjoyed it. Even though it may not have been something I particularly enjoyed editing. Like I was just adding text, yeah, to footage for most of the day, but it was still so that's still enjoyable. That yeah. still has to be done. That part, like. Yeah, it's like it's um, it's it's a big because like with you with the summer, I presume you like so Shane works uh down the boats as well in Glengarrafter, uh boats out to Garnish Island. Yeah. Um, I like do you try to it's I suppose it's nice to get a bit of a mix of boat that you can do one like do you do yeah I suppose I'd always work down there since I could probably stand up I was I was nearly down there like yeah but um I probably started working there like full time when I was about. 16 and I was down there every summer five six days a week work around I actually really enjoy it it's kind of something completely different yeah that I can kind of go to and enjoy it's like this year now I told them that I, I won't be down there as much but I didn't want to cut it off either completely so yeah. I still like at minimum I still do a day a week two days a week just yeah I was working last weekend and working this weekend down there well as an I get given out to for when I call it work like it's it's more employment yeah than anything but like it's be driving a boat in now to a, a tourist island, talking to tourists all day long, selling tickets. It's it's enjoyable. Like it's not. It's, it's different. It's a different. Like thing. it's not taxing. Like it's it's enjoyable. now. um, it's good. Like it's a nice kind of getaway from it all. Yeah. Especially on a warm day, you know, or something sitting out on a exactly. boat driving it is not. I the best. Not the funny like, thing would annoy with you is you'd always see when you used to be coming up by a draw. Like oh, so about you'd often uh, see uh, I at home and he'd see uh, the tan line from uh, yeah, the glasses. Still have a bit of tan line there at the moment, but I suppose hopefully not as much. But yeah, I still get that when I'm out, out shooting videos something like that. Like yesterday, out in the water most of the day, and I'd say the sunglasses on for ninety percent of it. So there's probably still going to be a tan line there. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so like I suppose I was. Well, I've got a few clients coming in as well. They're friends, mutual friends of yours as well. That are after heading to the states for the summer, um, and they're saying that you're hoping to go over and meet them for yeah. a part of it. Yeah, and joining them on the twentieth of August. Sean, Darren, and Con. My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, joining them. No, we can't can't wait for that. And going out on the twentieth of August, come back on the seventh September. So good kind of. Brilliant. Two and a half, nearly three weeks out there. What's um? Is there any big major plans with content out there? Um, or? I'll bring the camera. Just two seconds. There bring the camera out. Okay. Definitely bring the camera. I don't really have any plans in mind as as of yet. We haven't decided exactly where we're going. Like I'll be heading out there in Chicago for the summer. Brilliant. So I'll be heading out there first for like three or four days. We're flying to San Francisco. We're going to rent a car and over the space of two weeks, we're going to drive down to San Diego. So we're probably going to stop off Yosemite Vegas. Park, Vegas, and then San Diego. Probably a few other spots on the way. Yeah, the guys there last summer now with the with the boys when we done the road trip. And um, 
like my main aim was like I, I said to boys like I want to do a haircut at each destination mm-hmm. where now obviously yours is uh, yours is get the content and um, I look, it's, it's it can be tough like because I suppose like the funniest one that I like the best one that I actually got was in um in sorry the Grand Canyon with mm-hmm. Aiden that just yeah. how well it came out and I was like oh yeah. I was like everyone's like because it was such yeah, a back, I remember, I remember that one. background image so I was like this actually could be pretty cool to, it's one of the things I want to get done up in the shop here just to actually say mm-hmm. it's been done but uh, uh, it's, it, it's hilarious because like do you talk about do you want to go and see all these national things but out there I don't even go to half things around home like the no. first the first time that I went to Barley Lake down in Glengarriff was when we were supposed to when I was checking it out for the photo shoot for the time when we done yeah. it and like I've never been to the Blarney Stone and no, I think I we just take either. things for for granted around here with yeah I was going down going down home with some of my friends we were shooting a short film which is for a assignment in college and I was yeah. bringing some of my friends down to kind of help me with it and they were in it and whatever and we were going down and we were just coming into Kelkel and they were just amazed at the landscape around yeah. the place and I was like yeah it's grand like it's, you're, you're just, I was taking no notice of it at all and they were just kind of blown away they were like this looks, looks like something out of Lord of the Rings like, and I'm like yeah I suppose that's a nice mountain right like, yeah it's like you take no notice the best thing already because the sister always says when she comes home from Dublin as well is like when you're coming up um, Arna Trush just down at home there yeah. like, when you see the mountain or the Caha mountains yeah, and, and you look uh, up there if, when the weather is fine, like I look, when I was coming up this morning, there was a cruise liner coming into Bantry Bay. Yeah. Ah, uh, should be Glengarriff. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, when it was coming in, just seeing the cruise liner come in through, down through the bay and passing, it was passing in the jetty for Whitty Island. And yeah. Just the perfect day, perfect scenery. You're like, this is, it's heaven. Like, we, it's, I suppose we take it for granted. Yeah, we're always take, it, take it completely for granted. Like, people coming down the pier there. Going out on the boats every day, just like looking at the seals and they're amazed. I don't, yeah. I, I literally turn my back to the seals at this stage. Like they're yeah. just, they're just sitting there, like to me. But to someone else, but even that's, the view of going out and seeing that's unbelievable. Like you know, the the work that's been done in Glengarriff Castle as well, and just them yeah. small things that we always took for granted. Like even going like fishing that. and stuff like that. Like you know, it's uh, yeah, it's funny. Um, like the the boat trip, I'd be able to go on every day if I wanted. Like people traveling half around the world to do that to go see the seals or yeah. to go just look at. Where Maureen O'Hara, the film actress, used to live, like, is just amazing. That's like, crazy. How it's people crazy. are so amazed by it, but then it is something to be amazed by, but, too. But, like, you probably look at it there, Joe, like, being from Glengarriff, like, how much content have you even used out of there, Joe? Very like, little. Very little of, very what, little of what's actually accessible there as well. It's it's quite funny, you just, you're looking at it like, I haven't even used, ha-. like, you, you, no. the castle, Maureen O'Hara's house, there's different things, but, yeah. like, I suppose then trying to attract it's, it depends on the audience you're trying to attract yeah, exactly. because I think you go from a stage of you've like it's like that's that's hitting the American kind of border of mm-hmm. like say Maureen Harris castles you don't know what uh, age category you're trying to hit either um, but yeah it's, 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 yeah. it's well, w- one thing I did at home which was kind of off my own back and it was kind of I wanted to kind of promote the area yeah. and I thought I may as well use my skill or like my reach on Facebook at the time for for the better like so i came up with an idea of was kind of stealing the idea of like discover ireland i call yeah. it discover glengarriff yeah i literally went around to every business in the area i was like do you want a 10 second slot in a video that i'm doing for glengarriff and like sure like everyone was on board straight away once they heard that they're like yeah perfect grand so I literally just had a 10 second slot of each each business and had a couple of random shots out of the woods or like a drone shot out the bay 
and then like put the video up on Facebook and it got like 30, 40,000 views. Whoa. Like I was, I was actually thinking of doing something like that again soon just because that was about two years ago now. Yeah. And just to kind of refresh it. Exactly, yeah. Um, talk to me a bit about a funny incident that happened recently enough. Was it uh, was there a bit of drone footage that went uh, crashing down? Uh, yeah, possibly there was. Um, it's actually fine. I was over in Gugambara with Evan, Mark and Mark Lingwood as well. And we were just there and we were just having the crack, you know, we were just take some photos and we were actually in the woods throwing around American football just literally just having a bit of fun and one thing that's become popular recently I suppose with influence from people like Sam Calder and things like that is flying a drone through a small gap in the trees and you know it, it looks it looks unreal when it's done right but is this, is this the post that we saw in uh, yeah, no, the, I took about three or four times yeah it took a couple of goes uh, Matt Guy would be quite good at that now like he he's done a few good ones alright um, so I gave it a go through the drone, you're flying it backwards, like so you can't see what the drone can see really. You can just see it looking at you, so you're you're gauging it. And I was flying it backwards, and it kind of clipped the tree, and I was like, oh, oh no, it's gonna it's gonna fall. And then it kind of spun around the tree, and I was, didn't even know what way it was facing or anything. Then but no I, I tried to pull it straight up, pull the drone straight up, and it just clipped the tree, and it just fell. But no damage. No, well, I, I damaged the battery. The battery expanded, right. so I wouldn't be using that battery again. But I picked the drone back up put new blades on it, put the spare battery in and did the shot anyway with a bit of Mark's guidance like from his knowledge and got the shot anyway, it's up there. Brilliant. Up there Brilliant. on the Instagram. back and then we're just going to go through about your social media just to kind of get it out to the audience Perfect. to get people out there knowing who you are yep. as well on the social media platforms and we'll try and wrap it up Perfect. with that. Is that right for you? Yeah, grand. There you Perfect. go, man. So Shane, let me know your Instagram handle. Yeah, so um, my Instagram is at Media on Instagram. I uh, don't really use it anymore, but I suppose Line Media on Facebook. Perfect. That's absolutely Shane. Thanks a million for coming in. Um, this is the Kiwi Cuts podcast. Thanks for listening.